Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. I still don't understand how when I walk out of the seaport above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17 here at ESPN Radio and I hear a guy talking about our show, how that could be spun as a loss. But because he didn't recognize me, he's still talking about our show. I just picture you so excited hearing this, being like, hey. I did do that. And that your face was filled with excitement and joy and then he's like, get out of my way, boss. I didn't even get the boss. <laughs> I didn't get the boss. And it, ironically, it was like minutes after you were telling me this story about how you got recognized the other day as the Italian sub guy. <laughs> I, I was ordering Italian sub and they recognized my voice. Uh, CC back with us on Monday. We are on Sportsman Life, presented by Progressive Insurance. Lone Michelle Smallman, Evan Cohen with you. So Justin Fields, quarterback Chicago Bears, of course, went on the 3013 podcast with the St. Brown brothers, and that's Amon Ra and EQ St. Brown, and discussed why he unfollowed the Bears, right? He also, they got into a conversation about MJ versus LeBron, to which triggered this from me yesterday on our show. He said he likes LeBron more than Michael. That's it. That is, <laughs> that is demanding a trade. That's blasphemy in Chicago. You cannot be the Chicago Bears no. quarterback no. and say that you are going to take LeBron over Michael. You could say, I'm a huge LeBron fan. I, I played at Ohio State. I've appreciated him. I love him. He's, I look up to him. Nothing wrong with that. You can't be the quarterback of the Chicago Bears and say, yeah, give me LeBron over Michael. He just asked out. Okay, so I had that take. Obviously, and ESPN 1000 in Chicago, uh, needless to say, was reacting yesterday to our conversation about that comment by Justin Fields, okay. Cap and Jay Hood in an hour, okay? Uh, and Mark Silverman, Peggy Kaczynski, Waddle and Sylvie, Waddle was out yesterday. Well, they did, uh, well, at least Sylvie did not like what was said in our show yesterday. This has officially now jumped the shark if we're now basing whether or not Justin Fields is demanding a trade based on whether he's picking LeBron or Michael. This is insane. These kids today, because it's so available, like uh, uh, my kid wanted a a Justin Jefferson jersey. Right. Uh, That I agree with you. Because everything, they can watch anything now yeah, on their and, devices. And he's watching. They don't have on, to be in that city anymore. On YouTube, Justin Jefferson make the one-handed catch against the Bills. Yeah. And he's like, Justin Jefferson is awesome. I want a Justin Jefferson jersey. And I'm like, look, as long as it's not a Packer jersey, I'll, I'll relent to that. It sucks, but we also have a Justin Fields jersey. I I really don't care if Justin Fields thinks that LeBron's better. I don't if he's the Bears quarterback and he's slinging it. I don't listen. I don't don't think he's making a statement on whether he wants in or out based on. No, uh, that I agree uh, with you. Like I I don't know if he's saying that tongue in cheek either. A little veiled, you know. I'm out. Yeah, I I agree. It's not a veiled comment. But it's a stupid comment to make if you think you're coming back to Chicago. It is because our kids can get a Justin Jefferson jersey and uh, who would name, name it, um, Otani jersey, yeah, whatever. That, exactly. Right? Right. Okay, our kids can. 
But when you are collecting a paycheck in Chicago playing for uh, one of Chicago's teams, I don't think you see that that often. Get him, Peggy. Well done. All right. So Sylvie had his take. Peggy had her take. Smalls, here's, here's the overall point. I'm not suggesting that Justin Fields actually was asking for a trade by saying MJ over – I'm saying LeBron over MJ. Mm-hmm. What I'm suggesting is when you go to a new city and you're not from that city and you're on a sports team, I think it is part of the job description to embrace that city and that city's sports teams and that city's food, culture, and interest. Of I course. think it is your job. Like I was in South Florida for a long period of time. If you did not know Dwayne Wade, you would have thought he was born and raised in Miami. Yeah. He embraced South Florida in a way that was unbelievable. And you're like, oh, wait, he's actually from Chicago. You forget that. I believe it is the job of the athlete. Part of the job description is you get drafted to or traded to a team that part of the job description is embrace the city. And if you're going to say anyone over Michael Jordan, you ain't embracing Chicago. That's my point. Yeah, you're... Last name may be on the back of the jersey, but on the front, you're representing a city. You're representing an organization that you're likely the face of, especially if you're the starting quarterback of said team. But you're an extension of that city and that fan base, and you're representing them in so many ways. And there's a reason why when these guys get drafted and they go into a city, there's people from the team that take them around and they tell them what the culture is and they tell them what the food is and they tell you the do's and don'ts and help you get ingratiated into this community where you're going to live because not only do they want you to be, feel comfortable and know the lay of the land, but you're representing these people now. And Justin Fields knows that. He talked about how much he rocks with the fans of Chicago, how much he loves the city. If it was up to him that he would stay there because he loves being a baron, he loves the city of Chicago. He knows that it's not wise for him to say LeBron over Michael as somebody who plays for the Bears, but he also just unfollowed the team, and I think he sees the writing on the wall. So I think perhaps making that statement now, he doesn't care as much of how it would land or what the reaction would be as he would six months ago. Yeah, I mean, Caleb Williams is going to get drafted by the Chicago Bears, more likely than not, right? Yes. He can't get there and and talk about how great Washington, D.C. in that area is or how great Los Angeles is or Oklahoma is, any of the places he's been, he's got to show up and say, I can't wait to embrace Chicago. I've heard all about the deep dish pizza. I've heard all about these great restaurants. This is going to be so exciting for me to embrace this. I want to take a picture in front of uh, the Michael Jordan statue out there. I want to embrace everything that is about Chicago. Have you guys seen the bean? Great. All of of this. You want the athlete to embrace all of that. That is my point. That I don't think that is too much to ask for. And I think every single fan listening to our show right now, thank you, first of all, second of all, would say, yes, if I am a fan of a certain team, and a player gets drafted into that team or traded to that team, and she or he embraces the community, I like them more. I immediately like them more. Now, if they stink on the field or on the court or on the ice, that's a different story. Yes. Of course. So, you know, Sylvie's saying, well, if he threw for 35 touchdowns and five interceptions, who cares if he thinks LeBron over Michael? I agree. But he didn't do that. Right? So now it's it's something to me where I want my athletes, sorry, to embrace my team, my city, my community, my sports, my food, everything. Well, of course, because they are trying to connect with the fan base so that they buy tickets and that they uh, absorb the product in so many ways. And that's what you are, unfortunately, if you're a member of the team. You are an entertainment product that people are interested in and that they pour into financially. It's all connected. But I also think that context in this situation matters. If Caleb Williams 
goes to Chicago and after his first year says, I'm a huge LeBron fan. I love LeBron. I think he's the best player to ever play in the NBA. I don't think it would land the same way that it would on a guy who is in the middle of a will we or won't we situation, whether his organization is going to keep him. He just unfollowed the team. Like there's a lot of things that we're looking at. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Smalls. You just said if Caleb Williams shows up to Chicago and says LeBron over Michael, you'd be okay with that? Like a year into it, if he's really good, I don't think it lands the same. I think it would be dumb. I don't think it would be wise, but I don't think it would be as big of a talking point because we are right now trying to prognosticate on Justin Fields' future, and we are taking these little pieces of information that he shared with us on following the team, saying LeBron over Michael, as himself, him maybe distancing himself in a way from the Bears because he knows what is likely going to happen. All right, so we heard that piece of audio from Sylvie, Mark Silverman, and uh, Peggy Kaczynski on ESPN 1000 in Chicago, right? You heard the piece of audio. Here's what's interesting. Our very own Nuno, producer of this show, had a whole different takeaway from all of this, right? We're sitting here. We're talking about Michael and LeBron. We're talking about the act of a player joining a team in a city and how they're supposed to embrace it. Your takeaway from this, Nuno, was what? Uh, that Sylvie bought his his son a Justin Jefferson jersey living in Chicago, um, and he's okay with that. Out, like There was, like uh, I guess, as long as it wasn't a Packers jersey. Now, full disclosure, right? My first love, as Evan's learning— because based upon my tweet, is soccer. Yep. Yes. I love, there's a, my favorite team is called Benfica. They're the biggest uh, soccer team in Portugal. Okay. Their eternal rival is Porto, which is my father's team. Mm. The one thing I remember, like I grew up, I was born in Portugal. We moved here when I was a little bit over, before I was my second birthday. But my cousins ingrained the, my love for Benfica. So he, I'm a disappointment in that sense when it comes to sports to my father. Wow. Keep it to that sense. Wow. Right? Like, there's other things. But to I'm that, a disappointment. When it comes to I'm sport, a disappointment to my father. Okay, let's unpack this sport, a little, Nuno. But, like, but I just find it weird based upon the fandom that I have that you allow your kids to pick a team. Like, this shouldn't be like, – why? But didn't like, your dad allow you to pick a team? Well, no, oh, but, that's, it, but like, that's interesting. So, so Nuno's saying that he believes that kids' teams should be determined by parents. Is that correct, Nuno? Exactly. Like, you live in their home. Like, it's – no, like, we like the Bears – like it's gonna be a lot of pain and suffering, son. Like you're gonna you're gonna <laughs> so be a lot Sylvie, of disappointment. When Sylvie <laughs> says when Sylvie's son says to him, I want to get a Justin Jefferson jersey, and I know Sylvie very well. He's a wonderful guy. Sylvie likely said, Okay, we'll do X, Y, and Z to earn it or whatever it is, or for yeah. the next birthday or holiday, whatever it is, fine. Nuno's suggesting that the answer should have been no. No, We're a bear's absolutely house. not. Can I We're a bear's house? Okay, son. so I'm gonna take this uh, in St. Louis. There's certain things you don't do, right? You cannot wear a Cubs jersey, right? You just cannot cheer for the Cubs if you're in St. Louis. If you, if you're somebody that grows up there, it is not. The but thing. Michelle, how about a Reds? Like, but that's what I was gonna say. If if I had a kid and they said, "Oh, I want to wear a Cubs jersey," I'd say. Absolutely not. If they said, you know who's electric? Ellie De La Cruz. He's my favorite baseball player. I want to have an Ellie De La Cruz jersey. I'd say, allowed. We will allow that in this house. You can cheer for him. Because it's in the same division. No. But it's not your immediate rival. And I think that's what Sylvia was saying. That is your immediate rival. It's the same division. 
So, mm. Pat, you're, you're saying, saying that Pan- the Bears and Vikings aren't rivals? They the, absolutely that's are. That's what I'm saying. The, but this I, is completely but insane. I'm it's not to the level of the Packers. It's completely unacceptable. Wait, Pat, I want to make sure I'm clear on this. You're suggesting, because Michelle is saying there's there's basically blackout dates. You can't fly on these dates. Yeah. You cannot be a Cubs fan, but you can be other teams' fans if you're a Cardinals house like she'll have. Well, no, he's appreciating a singular player on the Vikings and Justin Jefferson. He's not becoming a it's Vikings fan. It's still a Vikings fan. jersey. Right, but he's Look, not becoming a Vikings Vikings fan. I mean, he's not chanting skull before bedtime. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> but that that leads to uh, you know sports cheating. I feel like because oh, we've allowed. Jesus. See, and I blame here. I blame LeBron for this. Uh, I don't know what you're going to say, well, but I agree with I you. I blame LeBron for this. I grew up in again, <laughs> you know, where it's you had your teams. They caused a lot of heartache. You know, it's sad. I'm a New York fan, so I've had a lot of heartache, but I've had some great moments. And that's what you rode with. When LeBron came into the league, people stopped being Cavs fans or Heat fans. They became LeBron fans. So they were Cavs fans when LeBron was there. They became Heat fans. They went back to being uh, Cavs fans. I think that's what happened. And I hate that. Like, I despise that. You shouldn't have a jersey of a player just because he's your favorite player from another team. Like, like no, you root. What we root for in this house is what we root for. <laughs> Get that other garbage out. Sorry, Dad. Nuno is going to run. And basically, he's a drill sergeant. I love you this know, so much. I love it. It's great. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Telephone number to join the show. Should parents determine children's teams, kids' teams? And should there be exceptions topic. to the rules on this? Because Nuno, of all of the things that Sylvie and Peggy said, the one thing that jumped out to Nuno was had nothing to do with our show. They literally were reacting to audio from our show. Nuno's like, I don't care. What about the Justin Jefferson thing? It should, is a good, it is should, a good conversation. It's a great one. Should parents determine the rooting interests for their children? 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. It's the telephone number to join the show. We'll get your phone calls in coming up. It's on Sportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Tune into NBA Action tomorrow night. 
Knicks Celtics presented by Indeed. Coverage begins at 8 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Chris Carl and Tim Legler on the call for that. Legs will join us in about 15 minutes or so. So I just want to make sure we're on the same page on this. Not that we have to be, but I think we are, Smalls. Uh, Canty back with us on Monday. Um, athlete gets drafted to team. Mm-hmm. Lives in that town. They have to almost throw away their previous fandom and become fans of the teams in that city, correct? Yes, yes. Okay, we are in agreement on that. There are certain cardinal rules whenever you are the face of a franchise and representing a city that you just cannot do. Right. You have to check certain things at the door and lean into your new environment. Okay, we're in agreement on that. Um, now, a topic has been debated here as to whether or not, if you're a parent, it is your job to determine your kid's fandom. Now, I will tell you, my kids are both Miami Heat fans like me. Okay. My son is a Jacksonville Jaguars fan. I am not a Jacksonville Jaguars fan. He is 10 years old. He's old enough to make his own decisions on fandom. I did not force him to be a fan of any team. We live in New York. It's weird to be a Jaguars fan, but it's weird to be a Heat fan. But he's a Jaguars fan. But I will give your son grace here because it's not like you grew up in New England and you're a Patriots fan because of geography. You picked your own team, so your son should also be allowed to pick his own team. Now, Nuno probably has an issue with that, right? Like, he should. you're saying I should have forced him to be all New York fans because I live here? No, no. I mean, your fandom is in question anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Yeah. agreed. So, yeah, we won't you're, use you as an example. You're the worst barometer for this conversation. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> like, Michelle is the perfect I'm not arguing with anything yeah. you just said, by the way. I want to be clear on that. Go ahead, Nuno. <laughs> You see no, Michelle's we, the perfect? Yeah, like, <laughs> the barometer, yeah, just stop there, right? Michelle's Period. just perfect. But, like, she's a perfect barometer for this because of the fact that, like, she, diehard St. Louis fan, mm-hmm. the, she wishes the Rams just, I don't, don't Misery. Ever, yeah, Misery. Zero success. Not even disappear. They, she just wants them to be miserable. I want right? them to suffer every yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. 17 is better than dis- disappearing for you, right? Yes. Exactly. Okay. So, um, Lose and, money, too. And lose every game on the last, you know, second field goal. Like, yes, go I want 17 that way. So, yeah, so that's why that I think when it comes to this type of discussion, she is perfect for this. Yeah, somebody's coming. To, like, if the Cardinals draft somebody, like Jordan Walker is the perfect example. He is touted as the next Albert Pujols. They think that he's going to be the cornerstone of the organization for hopefully decades to come. He cannot come to St. Louis and say, wow, the Rams, what a steal with Puka Nakua. (laughs) You can't say that. By the way, Michelle hates the Rams and the Dodgers. Listen to her with Mason in Ireland every Thursday on ESPN Radio in LA. Didn't do it yesterday. What happened? They didn't text me. I don't know. No hit yesterday. Oh, drama. Are you calling out ESPN LA? No, I think maybe they know that I don't like the Dodgers and I don't like the Rams. <laughs> mm, interesting. Uh, Ty and Phoenix listening on 98.7 FM. What's up, Ty? Hey, guys. Uh, I just wanted to say that parents definitely should choose their kids' sports teams. Uh, I grew up in a Niners household, so I'm a Niners fan. But that being said, I also grew up in Arizona, so they made an allowance that the Cardinals were allowed for a football team. Mm. So that just has to be said. Uh, second, I just wanted to comment on the Justin Fields thing. Uh, I think it's a little less about leaving Chicago and a little more about making a play to go to the Cleveland Browns because of their quarterback woes. So he's commenting on LeBron favorably. Mm. I'd love to hear you guys comment on that. <laughs> wow. So ju- now we have taken the Justin Fields comments as not only, quote unquote, asking out of Chicago, asking into Cleveland. Didn't see that. Okay, Interesting. Okay. Uh, Sean, also in Phoenix, listening on 98.7. I like it. 98.7 showing up strong today. Love What's Phoenix. up, Sean? Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? Morning. Hey, so 
first off, one, my brother got married a couple years ago. I was the best man in that speech. I related being married to being a sports fan. So you got to stay loyal. Sometimes it sucks. Sometimes it's great. But you can't keep looking at every team and jumping ship. Mm-hmm. That's number one. But but number wait two, a minute. Wait a minute. That's different, though. You're, I mean, I'm not a good barometer, as Nuno has said, and Pat has said on this. But, but that's different than making your kids a fan of a certain team. So I do think that the parents have say in what teams their children should root for. I've got a one-year-old daughter. She will be a Dimebacks fan, Cardinals fan, Sun fan, Coyotes fan, if they're still in Phoenix. But when I meet people in Phoenix that have been born and raised here and they are not a local sports team fan, I have to question it. Mm-hmm. If they are a Kansas City Chiefs fan, but they grew up in Phoenix, why? <laughs> the Cardinals have been here for a long time. Mm-hmm. They've sucked. We've, we've had a lot of really crappy years, one good one going to the Super Bowl, but why don't you support the local teams? Well, I think you know the answer, and thanks for the call, and that when it comes to football, why would you be a Chiefs fan and not a Cardinals fan? Because they would be like me, and they'd be a front runner. Yeah, they're the Evan Cohens of the world. Yeah, well, there's your answer. Uh, Jeff in Virginia, listening to 94.1. What's up, Jeff? Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. So... Yeah, I, as a as a father of five, I tried my darndest to <laughs> steer my children in the right direction. I'm a, my wife and I are Ravens fans, and we have two Steelers fans, a Bengals fan, a Patriots fan, and a Broncos fan in the house. So, oh, my God. Just, Wait, Jeff, you went 0 for 5? Uh, 0 for 5, oh, and I tried. Jeff. I tried. I even, I even threatened grounding, and but it, it just didn't work. And wow. they they... they Hammered down their own path, and it's not my fault that they're they're uh, reaping the the fate of their choices. <laughs> Jeff, I have to ask the question that everyone listening right now is wondering: Do your kids hate you? Yes, sir. <laughs> it would appear. It would appear so. Yes. <laughs> they should have I mean, followed your path, though. It sounds like the Ravens would have been a great pick for them. And thanks for the call. Oh, for five, five kids, you're trying to get all of them to be Ravens fans, and they're fans of not only the fans of other teams. Other teams in the AFC that the Ravens have competed against over the course of time. Okay, but he is from Virginia, and he is a Ravens fan. I don't know the distance from where he lives to yeah, Baltimore, that's... but I always view it this way. Like, in St. Louis, you have direct access to the Cardinals. Where it's... do you think Virginia is relative to Baltimore? It's not on the West Coast. Well, no, I know, right but, next to but I'm other. saying, like, we have access to go to Cardinals games all the time yeah. because of, of the way the city is built. You know, you're 20 minutes, 30 minutes away. It's easy to get to a game. I think that that helps in building your fan base as a kid when you're at the games all the time. I'm reporting that Smalls thinks Baltimore's in California. I, that's what I've just realized. I'm just saying it might not be, <laughs> a, hey, we can go t- once or twice a month to, your, to these games so that you can watch your team play. Because when you're a little kid and you go to the ballpark and it's so much bigger than you, it's larger than life, you fall in love with that team and you fall in love with the experience. So I think I'm just giving Jeff a little grace on going 0 for 5 all saying right. it's it might have been a little difficult if you don't have access to take your kids to the games all the time. Logan and Tennessee listening on 95.3 FM. What's up, Logan? What's up? Good morning, guys. Morning. So my kids know what's up. <laughs> Orange and white only. Or you don't have a place to sleep. That's how we do it. Tennessee Vols or Lady Vols or Bust. And you better not have anything that's got to do with a Florida Gator. Or not only will you not have a place to sleep, you will be disowned. So, Logan, <laughs> Logan, one of, wait, one of your kids yeah. comes home with a Tebow Florida jersey. Ooh. What happens to them? Uh, unacceptable. I've argued with my grandparents about this because Tebow's a great Christian guy. And they got on me. 
I said, he can be a great guy, but you know what? He's still a Florida Gator, <laughs> and that trumps everything. Well done. Well done. All right. Uh, America's analyst. That's what now I'm going to describe him as. America's analyst, Tim Legler. He can analyze anything at any time. He analyzed that entire Prince concert with us the other day. Analyzes movies. We have to analyze the uh, parenting and uh, maybe some food things. And, yeah, the NBA as well, of course, with Tim Legler, who will join us next. We're on Sportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is the Unsportsmanlike Podcast on ESPN Radio. And the man sitting next to us will be on the call. For that Knicks-Celtics game on ESPN Radio, along with Chris Carlin, Tim Legler joins us. Michelle Smallman, Evan Cohen, Chris Canty back with us on Monday. All right, Legs, we have called you America's analyst. You happen to specialize in basketball, but you are amazing at analyzing everything in life. So we have a few things we need you to analyze here. Oh, man, here we go. America's analyst, Tim Legler. All right, should parents determine kids' fandom? In other words, you are a lifelong Washington Commanders fan. You have kids. Do they have to be a Commanders fan as a result? Uh, yes, but I'll, I have a good story about this. Of course you, you do. Okay, of course so. you do. America's analyst. My America's son, analyst. My son was my, – my, my older son was born in like, Philadelphia Eagles country because mm. that's where I was based at the time. He grew up there. All his friends were Eagles fans. He was an Eagles fan when he was a little kid, so he wanted to do I'm watching a different team on Sundays. Kind of felt weird. Like, why are we rooting for the same team? I basically started to just work on his little impressionable mind. And I took him to a couple games with me. And he's like, kind of into it. Like, this is fun going to FedEx Field. Everybody's treating him good. It's nice. I'll be, a, I'll be a Washington fan. So he starts wearing a gear. We get him a couple jerseys. That year, the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Oh, no. <laughs> and he was not part of that party. He was not part of that crowd. And I've never – it was basically child abuse. What I did to him, oh my God. I wow. took him away from this moment of, with all his friends, you know, celebrating this. And I'm, I felt hard. I've literally felt guilty that I sucked him into this. And they were terrible for the three or four years. And then finally, I just released him. I released him back to what he wanted. And he's back. He likes the Eagles again. Oh, he hit free agency. Yep, and I, yeah, he did. Unrestricted? Yep. You and didn't I'm have okay a right to match. Uh, yeah, exactly right. <laughs> I, my daughter is Eagle fan. She was born in Eagle country. Uh, of course, I married a former Philadelphia Eagle cheerleader. So that, you know, you know, her loyalties are more with the Eagles, but she just wants me to be happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'm, I'm not in a great mood three hours from now if we lose. So she right. just, whatever makes me happy. Now, my little guy, he's definitely 100% going to be a Washington fan. Now, he's also, what, two? He's two. By the time, <laughs> by the time he knows what's going on, I'm hoping Adam Peters and, you know, and Dan Quinn have turned this thing around. That's, right. my, that's my goal. So your older son, when the Eagles won the Super Bowl a couple years ago, was that kind of a full circle moment that he was able to celebrate that one since you took him away from the first one? Yeah, it definitely. <laughs> it was, it was, you know, he was, and he was older. He could appreciate it more. So he had a better party than he would have had when he, however old he was when that first one happened. But yeah, that was, it's so funny because I felt absolutely terrible that I had done it to him and sucked him into something that was so good for me growing up, right. but has been so bad for me as an adult. 
Okay, Tim, before we get to some NBA stuff, we, we need your ruling on something else right. that's been a conversation point on the show okay. today. How would you react if another grown adult called you daddy-o? So here's, let's give context. <laughs> okay, hold on. There's context. Uh, yeah, so I, I had our, to pause for a second because I can't even imagine the one context. Of, <laughs> one of our great producers, Jovante, who's right. back in Bristol, over the last however many weeks, months, whatever it is, has been called two things, like as a bro, what's up, whatever. He's been called handsome. Hey, handsome, how you doing? And hey, daddy-o, how you doing? Handsome feels normal-ish, kind of. Daddy-o's mm. an odd one. Not super comfortable with either one of those. <laughs> really? Nor would I be with guy Chief, <laughs> that just <laughs> means I mean? they don't know your name, right? They right, you know, all the different things that uh, you know, no, I don't think I'd be super comfortable with either one of those, but definitely would have something to say if I got called Daddy O by anybody. <laughs> I can all tell right. you that right now. The last thing I have uh, for America's analyst, uh, Tim Legler, and then I got one quick one that happened to me last night. Oh yes, right, oh, right, ahead, need that. right at the end of this. Okay, okay so go ahead. So here we go. So we've been debating the best value when you're going out to eat a meal. And, and Smalls, myself, Canty yesterday, we all said hibachi is the best yeah. value. Yeah. Pat and Jovante and Nuno back in our studio in Bristol all hate hibachi. Oh, I could eat it seven nights a week. Oh. That's how much I love that kind of food. I just love that kind of food. And it's great value, Absolutely. Right? Love it. It's a good time. You know, you take the kids. It's a good time. You know, they, you get a little sake, you know, it's good. It's You're a good catching night. shrimp. There's All that stuff. That I, I, by the way, volcano. I'm I'm about 82.7% on catching that shrimp lifetime. I'm wow. just saying. Only just legs. Saying. Somehow he knows his field goal percentage saying, on that. I'm just saying. I'm pretty good at catching the shrimp. You're good at, wow. Pretty good at catching the shrimp. Do, do you ever challenge yourself and move back a little bit? You know, three Oh, yeah, I've done contest. that. I've done that. I've waved the guy back a little bit. Come on. What is this? I mean, you know, come on. Am I an amateur up here? Let's go. <laughs> All right. What, what's your uh, uh, It'll be real moment. quick. I went out, uh, went out, had dinner last night, met a buddy in the city, and went to uh, a steakhouse. And I literally don't even know the name of it as we sit here because I've never been there. He recommend it we went walk in and go take us over to our table and regardless of who i'm with my wife a friend whatever why are there two tops it's the worst experience in the world a two-top table where you're sitting across from each other and the next table is six inches away from you there's gonna be two more people sitting there oh god okay so, annoying. so we sit down and i'm like first of all in that situation if i'm forced to because there's nowhere else to sit i am not the one staring at the table or looking you in the face the whole time. I'm going to be looking at the restaurant. I'm selfish that way. You are going to be looking at the wall if you're behind me. But I, I, he, my buddy goes to the restroom, and I get up, and I'm like, uh, call the woman. I, I, this is, I can't do this. I go, you got to find me. I don't need a four top. I get it. You're cramming people in here. They had four three tops, wedge-shaped tables in the corners of these restaurants. So on one side of it was enough room for two people to sit, like with a booth back, you know, yeah. soft. And then the other side was one chair, and it kind of – narrowed out it was the weirdest thing but it gave me more room it wasn't a two top i felt better you know two tops are the worst thing ever created for somebody that watches so much tape and scouts everything you gotta know this going in i actually put this on you yeah yeah no no i I, listen when we were walking over there i'm kind of surveying it where is she leading us right now (laughs) i mean it was about 25 percent capacity because it was an early dinner and i'm looking around a restaurant and i got a few scoped out that i prefer and next thing you know boom here we go menu menu we're going to be sitting looking across from each other. And in about eight minutes, there's going to be a person four inches away from my shoulder. <laughs> and I'm having a private conversation with a friend I haven't seen in a while. No, I don't think so. And a stranger is on top of you sitting yeah, on your lap. Yeah, I'm reaching yeah. over, grabbing some of their cream spinach. Like, come on, what, 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 what are we doing here? What is this? And in New York, you are on top of the other table. You are right I should have got hibachi. I knew it. Should have got hibachi. There you go, Legs. Uh, Tim Legler, he's going to be on the call tomorrow night. Knicks and Celtics. All right, so you get home from dinner last night. You're watching all the NBA games. Yep. Your biggest takeaway from night one back after the All-Star break is 
Who doesn't what did I play? say? What did I say? Well, it's part of it. But what did I say yesterday? If you recall, I believe I said it. Here, the I, Mavs. I said it. It's, I said. Uh, here he goes. Look who can be scary right now. And they, the, 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 there's an electricity about their team right now because I'm seeing a belief, a real belief for the first time since Luca's been there, and mm. it's interesting to watch. And the, the watching the chemistry between he and Kyrie. And how, where that's gone since he got there, and I, I really hope they maintain it. I mean, Kyrie, I know, look, he's controversial at times, and people, you know, they wonder, like, where his mind is. When his mind is like this, like it's been leading into the break, like it was last night, and then you have this absolutely unstoppable force in Luka Doncic, and now they've added enough pieces, they have enough depth that they're checking boxes all over the floor. they got shooters, they got rim runners, they got athletes, they've got defenders on the wing. Luka's playing harder defensively, and that's a big thing because I really thought at one point last year that this might be the worst defensive player in the league because of his lack of regard for it. He has come so far with terms of just his effort, and that makes other guys accountable when the star player is. So I, they look great last night. Look, I know that they, you know, they, they caught a team that wasn't a full strength. I get it. You, know, you don't have Beal. What are you going to do? I feel like it's every night we say row, that. So. It's, I'm not basing it on that. I'm basing it yeah. on how they played. And I don't care if Beal played last night. That would have had no impact on, slop, on slowing down Dallas. That's how good they look right now. And watch them start to steadily climb in the West. The Warriors beat the Lakers last night, the LeBron James-less right. Lakers. Yep. Um, where are you at with the Warriors right now? Sucking me back in again. I know. I, Sucking I, me back. I Listen, I will, say this. I will say this. Like, I will say this. I... And this topic's been going on now for like probably a month about the Warriors. Everything I do is always the Warriors. I, a lot of people pulled that sheet over them, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't do that. Now, I was definitely kind of halfway up peeking in there, like checking the <laughs> pulse every now and then. You know what I mean? But like, I'm like, you can't. And it always gets back to the same thing. As long as 30 looks like that, mm-hmm. no discernible decline at all. How can you totally write them off? It comes down to when you have this many guys playing below their career norm, if some of those guys get closer to that, you, again, are a super interesting team. Now, at the end of the day, I think they're too small. I think they're going to have a hard time defending some of these teams in big moments or getting a rebound, potentially. But you can't deny that their style of play is going to keep them around if Wiggins plays better offensively like he did last night. If you know Clay Thompson was bad last night, but that's probably how it's going to go for him up and down. Curry still looks like this. Kaminga has been really good now for a couple of months, like his consistency level. Pajemski is a massive acquisition for them in the draft, how smart he is. Draymond's playing great. This is some of the best offense I've seen Draymond Green play in probably five years. So where am I at with them? They have a pulse, and they're starting to get me. Number one, I'm going to watch them anyway because Curry's playing. Like, I'll watch that team if they win 20 games. I'll watch them every night because of Steph Curry. But now I have more of a reason to watch them because they're making things a little bit interesting. And you think, who would want to play that team? If you're Minnesota, Oklahoma City, or one of those top seeds, you really want to get your reward to be the Warriors if, if they're healthy at that time. America's analyst, Tim Legler. Seat him at the right, right table at a restaurant, please. Yeah, we got plenty of room here. So if I had last night for dinner, three tops, just like this. <laughs> That's basically what I'm sitting at. But with people you don't know. Exactly right. <laughs> Tim Legler, you'll hear on the call of the Knicks and the Celtics tomorrow from the Garden. You'll see him on Get Up at 8 a.m. Eastern. He always makes things better, just like True Green does. True Green is ready to elevate your lawn game without make, you making yourself go to the bank, take out money. Oh my God, I have nothing left to fix my, my lawn. No, no, no. You're good. They're not going to make you break the bank. True Green has been the trusted choice for over 2 million homeowners for over 50 years. How do I know? I'm one of those homeowners that has used True Green. All you got to do is mow and water your lawn. They're going to take care of the rest and make everything beautiful for you. Visit TrueGreen.com today and discover the easiest and affordable way to achieve a pro-level lawn guaranteed. Plus, enjoy True Green's verified price matching, ensuring you get the best lawn price for the best price.
price and the best lawn for the best price. Visit TrueGreen.com and transform your lawn effortlessly. It basically goes from brown to green. I mean, that's what you want. You want your lawn to look green. That's TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com. Your dream lawn is just around the corner. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Each and every day at this time, our producer, Pat Costello, gives us items in and around sports entertainment in his life that he's over. Can't be back with us on Monday. Small's wearing my outfit. Evan Cohen with you as well. Well, to be clear, I replicated your outfit. I'm not literally wearing your outfit. Good point. Yes. I know. I don't think anybody thought you were wearing my clothing, but yes, you were wearing a hoodie and jacket combo, <laughs> which is my, my outfit. Go ahead, Pat. Can I just say that bacon thing really made me mad the other day. I was making bacon, and it really angered me the way that it was stacked. It was so annoying. Is there a picture? Of, is that Fortinball on well, your it's, chest? Well, it's funny you mention that, Evan. I'm over. It's presented by Joe Fortinball, host oh. of ESPN Bet. Catch Joe on ESPN Bet weekdays, 6 p.m. Eastern on ESPN2 and the ESPN app. You want lacrosse advice? Joey Laxbro's guy. You need lines for tonight's hockey game? Joey Pucks has your back. You want to make some money watching basketball? Joey Dunks is your guy. Joe Fortinball, the best sports betting analyst money can buy. So I know Fortinball has been calling himself Joey Lax and Joey Pucks. Did he write that promo for you, or did you spend that much time promoting another show? No, no, I'm just excellent. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah, I'm just that good. Joey Pucks is great. Imagine if he worked that hard to promote our show. I mean, (laughs) you going to pay me? I mean, someone someone has to pay you to be here, no? (laughs) It's not you, though. Okay, so I need to pay Pat extra. All right. Yeah, yeah. All right. That's yeah. the whole thing. Remember? It's the sponsorship. A sponsorship. Yeah, yeah, my bad. My bad. $20, $20 per hit, right? I yeah. respect the hustle, <laughs> well, though, from Pat. Might be a little more for you. Okay, got it. It was 25 for Ford Ball, or he just gives me great gambling advice for the rest of the year. One or the other. Yeah. Anyway, I'm tired of old NBA players talking about how many points they could score in today's NBA games. I love Allen Iverson. That's my guy. That's my dude. Loved him growing up. Probably my favorite basketball player of all time. We don't need you saying you could average 43 points in today's game. I don't even think it's true, but like all these old NBA guys think that they could just dominate in this era. And it's just so blatantly wrong all the time. I just stopped doing it. So let's use someone else. I, I, this has been going on for a while. You're right about this. That said, I, I agree with you with even Hall of Fame level players. Let's use an immortal. What would Michael average today? Well, how old is he? No. Okay. 
Really? You said My, today. Michael at 26, 27 years old in the league today. His career average was 30.1 points per game. So 30.1 then is what he'd average. He'd average at least 35. At least 35 points per game. I mean, Embiid is averaging 35.3. Luka's averaging 34.3. Shea Gildas-Alexander, 31.1. He's not averaging less points than SGA. I'm sorry. Yeah, but he SGA can't shoot great. threes. We love SGA. And you don't think Michael would have figured out that the three-point line was something that he could use to his advantage? He could have back in the day, and he did But didn't. it wasn't encouraged the way it is now. He would have become the second-best three-point shooter in the league behind Steph. Okay. He would have. It's Michael. Sure, he would have. I agree. He would have. I mean, it's hypothetical. Yes. But... <laughs> Thank you, Michelle. <laughs> yeah. Per Shannon Sharp, that's what we do around here. Hypotheticals. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And Shannon. type of debate. Shannon, I'm like, we will never know. Shannon is right. Uh, I'm glad somebody said it out loud. Next one, Pat. <laughs> what do you think the over-under would have been on uh, Michael Jordan threes in a game? Hey, Joe Fordenball, he could probably answer that question. Uh, Great host. Oh, oh, ESPN bet, go. Joe Fordenball, lovely guy. <laughs> um, I'm more of a uh, Daddy O. Lawrence guy myself. As we see I feel on the like Joe there. Fortenbaugh has definitely been called Daddy O in his life. Probably. He seems like a Daddy O guy. Definitely handsome. <laughs> handsome guy, Joe Fortenbaugh. Great host. <laughs> oh, boy. Next one, Pat. <laughs> Uh, remote workers who post pictures from tropical places, stop doing that. We get um, it. You work remote. We know. You don't have to keep bragging that you're like in this great tropical place while we're stuck in lovely, lovely Connecticut. Stop doing it. We get it. It's like a, per- a personal issue, Pat. I'm assuming that something came up on your timeline that prompted this. I mean, I just see a lot of people doing it on my timeline, and I'm like, okay, so you've got money, and you can go somewhere fancy and do your job there. Shut up. It must be nice. That is interesting, though. The person that is full-time remote could literally live anywhere she or he wants to live. You can work from anywhere. It's the right. whole point of being remote. And then you choose like to work in a cold-weather environment. But you just have a freedom to be able to go wherever you want, and as long as you execute on your tasks of the day, no problem if you're on a beach. So, in my experience, the people who do that already had money before they had this remote job. Like, the remote job is not the reason they're going there. They had the money, and now they're just bragging about them also being remote, and that's really annoying. But I guess there's a difference. Like, if your job became remote after it was not remote, and you don't live in a warm-weather climate, that makes sense, right? It's like, hey, I built a family here, I have a community here, whatever it is. If you got a job, and let's say you're single, and you have no family holding you down in any way, shape, or form, and I don't mean that in a bad way, I'm saying, like, your kids are not in school, whatever, like... And you choose to live in the cold. That's odd, right? Like, yeah. hey, I got a new job. I'm making good money. It's a remote job. There is no office. I could live anywhere. Let me live in the cold. Why wouldn't you live in the cold? What If that's where because you're from and your family is there and you, you love the city, why wouldn't you stay there? Because it's cold? Not, that would be why I wouldn't live in the cold. Not everybody it's just cold. jump ship, Evan, and picks the best oh, available thing it. at that time. That's not a front-running comment. Yes, it is. No, it's not. That's a logical comment. You think there are many people across this country that are single, that have no ties to a community, that get a remote job that wouldn't try to live somewhere else immediately? Yeah. I think there's a ton of really? people that love where they're from and want to stay there. And yeah, and they're psycho. 
Thank you, Nuno. I agree with Evan okay, on Faluno, this one. Okay, Faluno, <laughs> They're psycho. If you're like, yeah, I can live, like, no disrespect to Vermont. Be like, I can live anywhere. I'm going to Vermont unless it's a tax thing. Vermont's like, beautiful. A uh, tax thing? Like, no, you go where the warm weather is. Love Vermont. Nuno, I appreciate you backing me up. I have to ask a follow-up. Why even preface it with no disrespect to Vermont? You know how disrespectful that was to Vermont just now? Yeah, but I felt <laughs> a little bit better inside when I said no disrespect to okay. Vermont. All right, understood. Pat, next one. You know who moved from somewhere warm to cold is Joe Fortenball, ESPN <laughs> betting analyst. He moved from Vegas to Connecticut. Joe Fortenball, at Joe Fortenball on Twitter. Follow him. Uh, Barry Bonds is the undisputed GOAT, and every time I see stats on Twitter, it just reinforces that even more. And I'm at the point now where I've completely flipped, and it's absurd that he's not in the Hall of Fame. Here are just two that stuck out to me that are unbelievable. Barry Bonds remains 18 intentional walks ahead of the Rays as a franchise. (laughs) (laughs) And from 2001 until his retirement, Barry Bonds walked 1,068 times. During that same period, he swung and missed 686 times. Ooh. The dude is unreal. Just put him in the Hall of Fame. It's a museum for baseball. He should be in at this point. Could not agree more. Were you were you anti Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame prior to this? Yeah, I mean, I had the steroid thing in the back of my mind a lot, and I'm I'm just I'm over that at that at this point. Like it's been long enough. Just put him in. Pat, I'm so over it I have too. a question for you. Outside of your sales job, uh, yeah, Joe Fortenball is coming yeah, okay. up at nine fifteen a.m. Eastern. <laughs> if you were wondering, outside of your sales job with Fortenball as your main advertising partner. Um, do you just go home and look up Barry Bonds stats all day? Like, where did this come from? I mean, it pops up a lot on Twitter nowadays. People are really in on Barry Bonds stuff. It's all over TikTok. You can find amazing TikTok stats. Pat's stories that he does for I'm Over It are phenomenal, but they normally stem from somewhere. Yeah. Right? Something happened. It's in the news, whatever. I don't know where this Bonds thing stemmed from. He told you. The internet. Social media. Well, everything stems from the internet. I I, didn't know if there was a specific story. I went on a super deep dive of Ray Lewis hits the other day on TikTok. Busy day for you? I just couldn't stop. It was hit after hit after hit. He was a monster. It was amazing. Joe Fortenball, 915. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle.